This is Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny on the Revelations Radio Network. Welcome to Revelations Radio News, and today we have a special guest. We alluded to it in the last podcast, if you got a chance to hear that, and that is uh, Brandon Toy. He has the—he uh, is the author of the uh, viral letter, uh, where he hereby resigns in protest, effective immediately. And let me just read this real quick. It's short, sweet, and to the point, just so everybody's on the same page. I hereby resign in protest, effective immediately. I have served in the post-9-11 military-industrial complex for 10 years, first as a soldier in Baghdad and now as a defense contractor. At the time of my enlistment, I believed in the cause. I was ignorant, naive, and misled. The narrative professed by the state, echoed by the mainstream press, has proven false and criminal, and I have become what I thought we were fighting against. Recent revelations by fearless journalists of war crimes, including counterinsurgencies, dirty wars, uh, drone terrorism, and the suspension of pro- uh, due process, torture, mass surveillance, widespread uh, regulatory capture have shed light on the true nature of the U.S. government. I encourage you to read more about these topics that I, the links that I have provided below. Some will say that I am being irresponsible, impractical, and irrational. Others will insist that I am crazy. I have come to believe that that tr- the true insanity is to do is doing nothing. As long as we sit in comfort, turning a blind eye to the injustices of the world, nothing will change. It is even worse to play an active part, protesting all along the way or all along that I am not the true criminal. I was only a foot soldier, and now I'm a low-level clerk. However, I've always believed that if every soldier threw down his rifle, the war would end. I hereby throw mine down. Sincerely, Brandon M. Toy, Stryker Engineering Project Manager, General Dynamics, Land Systems, Sterling Heights, Michigan. Brandon, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you, Tim. Thanks for having me on. And I just want to mention right now that Brandon's going to have his way to make time for our, our little podcast here. I've been in back and forth in contact with him. It's hard to get across the three time zones, but he's made every effort to, to get on the show here. And I truly appreciate that, Brandon. So, oh uh, No, no problem. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on, really. All right, Brandon. I, I, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Uh, sure. I, I joined the military after... Uh, the Iraq War started in September of 2003, and was deployed to Baghdad during 2005 um, on the east side in uh, Sadr City and Al Nathana as a military police officer. Uh, completed the deployment, came back, finished school, and then went to work for General Dynamics. And uh, as you just uh, read, uh, resigned last week from General Dynamics. Okay. Okay, and uh, I, I do don't know. I'm sure you've got a lot of emails and stuff. I do have some uh, experience. I, you know, I joined the military in 1999. I was in the United States Navy and went through 2004, 2005. So I do understand of what you speak and uh, how it can be to kind of wake up and see what's going on there. So in at least that respect, uh, you, you were were of a similar mind, but you went a little further and then really took your protests to the next level. Uh, something I admire greatly, but. Uh, one of the things you mentioned in the letter was things that drove you to make this decision. Uh, what specific things did you learn about that drove you to make this decision? Was it you know things about the Iraq War, things about 9-11? What were some of the specific instances that you learned of that kind of drove you to this point? And the big one was uh, back in March, BBC Arabic and The Guardian came out with an expose based on 
uh, in part, the documents that had been released by Bradley Manning, the uh, cables uh, from Iraq, and which uh, showed that we were, while I was there, um, the United States military was uh, carrying out uh, counterinsurgency dirty wars, uh, including um, training and equipping uh, sectarian uh, Shiite militias that were killing up to 3,000 people a month. Mm. So to find out that I was unwittingly aiding in uh, uh, what I consider to be pretty heinous war crimes uh, just infuriated me. Uh, that was pretty much the uh, final straw for me. And I actually wrote the letter back then and uh, sat on it for a couple of months because uh, obviously it's a big decision to do something like that. Absolutely, absolutely. And then encouraged to uh, to go forward after Edward Snowden came out? Yeah. Uh, you know, the second video that they, uh, Glenn released from uh, Edward Snowden where he talked about how he was a true believer and uh, joined after the Iraq War started and... Uh, and then uh, kind of woke up um, after he saw, uh, you know, things that he didn't like going on. It was almost like uh, my words coming out of his mouth. I could have said the exact same thing, and it inspired me to um, put myself out there. I mean, he's risked everything for what he believes in to let us know about the mass surveillance uh, uh, programs. So, yeah, it was very inspiring. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know, I, 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 I don't, I'm not as courageous as either one of you guys, nor was I as deep, but I do understand the, you know, believing in 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 the the line, the propaganda line, if you will, and and really buying into it all, and then kind of coming out the other side, like, wait, what in the world was going on here? <laughs> it's not quite what I thought it was. I thought I was doing something good, so I can definitely identify with that. Yeah, no, it was shocking, uh, you know, to find these things out over the years because I. You know, everything you're taught when you're young is um, kind of turns out to be a lie. And uh, it took me a few years to uh, to come to terms with it and actually believe it because it's such a big uh, lie. There's just so much propaganda out there. And uh, so many people believe it that when you actually do see the truth, it takes a little bit of uh, time before you actually believe it. At least it did for me. Absolutely. You spoke of cognitive dissonance, and it's so true. You know, once a, a lie is so big, uh, to confront it actually means you have to reorganize all of your thoughts, and the brain naturally is just like, no, no, we don't want, yeah, we don't want to have to do that. Yeah, and, and not only that, I was, uh, once I did understand what was going on and, and what was I, I was a part of, I had to keep acting like, uh, you know, I was okay with everything, keep going into work and doing my job and uh, you know, working for the military and speaking in military jargon and not really able to talk about how I feel. So I, I, I believed one thing and yet had to act a completely different way. So it, it, there was quite a tremendous amount of tension that uh, uh, started to build up inside of me. Well, and I, you know, more power to you because I think that just means you're normal, right? I mean, that the, the military would say, "Oh no, you know, this guy's a risk" or this or that. And, but I think that once you learn about the things that are happening, it makes you a healthy human being to start questioning what's going on. So, uh, yeah, I think so. Either you live in a, a you know this fantasy land that uh, has been created, 
through the propaganda and the mainstream media, or you you face reality. And I, honestly, I choose reality, even if it is harsh and uh, not what we want to hear. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, the the uh, the heroes of history are on your side. They're not on the side of just going along with it. So, uh, speaking of all of that. Are there other people like you um, who have some questions, maybe a little cognitive dissonance regarding their work in the military industrial complex, whether it be military contractors or even uh, people in the military itself? Oh, there has to be. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can, you know, I can't be the only one. Uh, and I, I spoke to some people who, who question things, but I wasn't really able to talk to a lot of people about things because you bring... Uh, uh, politically related subjects up or, you know, God forbid you talk about uh, Bradley Manning or Edward Snowden or anything like that in that kind of environment and people automatically shut down. You know, it's just not, it's it's not a, uh, a kosher uh, topic to, to talk about it uh, in the break room. Absolutely. And I think that kind of illustrates the, uh, the, uh, the, how would I put this? The almost, I don't want to say mind control technique, but at least like a propagandizing technique of kind of compartmentalizing everything so that people are afraid to mention questions they may have in that in setting. So therefore, that sort of thing doesn't ever really get spread around, even though it could be on the tips of everybody's brain in the, in the lunchroom, perhaps. No one says anything for fear of the repercussions that may kind of happen. Yeah, and just to give you an idea of what kind of environment we were in, in the, in the hallways they had televisions that would play Fox News. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's like uh, there's there's actual propaganda being streamed into the building on a continual basis. <laughs> Literal propaganda. <laughs> you know, I, I was in, in uh, gosh, it was, uh, this was during Iraq War, when Fox, I, I started to realize, I'm like, I have not been to a military installation where there was a television in over you know six months where fox news wasn't on and i i just remember that all like all the time no matter where i went uh you know during the iraq war coverage and, and then since um there was just fox news on now it's just funny when i joined in 99 it wasn't like that you know there wasn't news on everywhere and it was a much different military and changed very dramatically just in the period i was in but uh funny that they all still watch the fox news that's unfortunate <laughs> oh yeah um and, and yeah, I mean that was obviously kind of a leading question. Just you know, are there other people like you? I just wondering if you had heard or you know knew someone that was. So uh, yeah, but it's hard to tell with the compartmentalization. So um, since the NSA scandal broke last month, though, how have uh, defense contractors been affected? I mean, I know you said you don't. They don't necessarily want to mention it, but I'm sure you saw maybe something. Yeah, I did. Um, you know, I'll tell you, there wasn't too much of a a risk where I was at because I wasn't working with anything secret or mm -hmm. anything that, you know, you could have leaked and it would have made any news, I don't believe. But uh, they did send out uh, an email to everyone saying, uh, if you see any suspicious activity, report it immediately to the security office. And they actually said, if you come across classified data on your um, work computer or your personal computer, you need to report it to the security office and uh, give them the links of where you saw this data at. So if you were just accidentally surfing around and you know went, hit on the Guardian website and saw some classified data, they wanted you to report that, report yourself. I thought that was kind of interesting. Even if it was in the public sphere, they didn't want you to look at it. So, now, I, one other thing I wanted to say about the whole NSA surveillance Please. thing is I've noticed that 
I since that broke, I feel more like I'm completely being watched all the time than I ever did before. It, it's I think it's had more of a psychological effect to actually know that it's going on. Um, uh, you know, we always suspected it before, but to know that it's going on, it's almost like you really feel the presence of Big Brother watching you constantly. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, two things. First, the that that whole uh, thing is true. Like, I know Glenn Greenwald made a comment that mil- the military was saying, "Don't go to the Guardian." So that, that's actually true that they're saying, "Don't go to the Guardian." If you happen to come across the Guardian, report yourself. Well, they they didn't specifically mention the Guardian. They just said that uh, if you come across any classified information, don't go to. Uh, you know, you have to report yourself. Um, you know, even if it's in the public domain, they didn't mention any specific uh, okay. information or, or news sites. Okay. And on the second thing you said, uh, that's one of the things that I've actually mentioned a few episodes ago, a few, I guess, a few weeks ago, that um, since this has come out in kind of the way it's come out, it, it it's led to more of a, a development of what I would uh, historically refer to as the Panopticon which is a prison that was built with a center room with a guard that you couldn't see. And then all of the cells all the way around the uh, center guard are facing that guard. And so basically what the way it ends up, of course, he's only one person. He can only kind of look at one thing at a time. But because of the way that the Panopticon is set up, everyone thinks that at any moment they could be being watched. And therefore, it changes the behavior of the prisoners. And I think you know that, that is a powerful analogy, and I think that's exactly what's going on right now. This looks like a development in the psychological minds of American people of the Panopticon to get us to change our uh, actions. Right. So yeah, it's all about the psychological operations. Uh, a lot of this stuff, even like the drone warfare, the mass surveillance, uh, the torture. Uh, it's it's. I think it's more about the psychological aspect than it is anything else. Absolutely, Brandon. I couldn't couldn't agree more with you on that. Um, the response from the public appears to have been fairly positive. Is that the case, or has there even been a backlash towards your message? No, it's been overwhelmingly positive. Even people I've talked to from uh, General Dynamics have been uh, uh, very positive. They they took took it. I uh, thought it took a lot of guts. Uh, they used some other words to describe. Uh, uh, the part of anatomy that uh, <laughs> sure. they thought it took, but uh, and uh, my family has been uh, concerned because uh, obviously I'm out of work right now, so mm-hmm. that's that's like my wife's major concern. But uh, other than that, yeah, it's it's been overwhelmingly uh, positive response online, and you know, just people I run into and talk to. That's 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 really great and encouraging because I think that you you hit a nerve. I mean, you really did. You hit a nerve. You we were waiting for something like that. Uh, I think as the American public, you know, and wondering if, if something like that was going to happen. Um, I think it's actually a good segue. I'll play. Uh, we talked briefly. Uh, my, my co-host and I talked briefly. We did just a quick news show last night, and uh, we spoke briefly about you and your letter. So. Uh, I'll just pr- uh, play what his response to uh, the, reading your letter for the first time was real quick. Sure, sure. I, I fully admire that because that is something... Um, it's hard to do. He, he does not have to... Everybody wants to like fix everything and like, oh, it's too big to stop. It's too, you know, too big to fix. 
that's not your responsibility. Your responsibility is in your own little sphere to do what you can do. And he realized, I don't want to be a part of this. You know, my he called it cognitive dissonance. You know, he knows the truth is one thing and he's living his life as if it, the truth is another. And so instead of just resolving that through, you know, boozing it up on the weekends like a lot of people do, he actually said, I'm going to live my life the way that it, that reflects what the truth is. So that that is absolutely admirable. Um, and, yeah, he's, I mean, sure, U.S. policy doesn't change because of his actions. Um, but the fact that this this is going viral and, and resonating with people and that, I mean, once you're a guest on Revelations Radio News, you've kind of made it. So <laughs> it's obviously paying off big for him. Um but no, it's absolutely admirable, and it's that's the type of solutions that we need. It's yeah. it's not a one size fits all solution. It's you know, what can you do in your life? Don't be a part of the system. So that that was Andrew's uh, feedback. I thought I'd clip that out and, and play that for you. you no, know, Tim, he absolutely hit it on the head, and um, that part about uh, thinking to myself that I'm not going to be a part of it anymore and I, I can affect my own little sphere of the world. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking, uh, you know, this is too big for me to take on. If I were to work here, I'd either have to um, go along to get along, just uh, ignore it, accept it, become one of them, or I I could try to fight it from the inside, but it's such a, it's such a behemoth thing. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's so daunting to be on the inside of something like that and uh, try to affect any change. I, I didn't see that as uh, an effective solution. So I said, I want my voice to be heard. I'm going to make a statement. This is how I'm going to play my little part. And that's exactly why I did what I did. That's 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 awesome. That's awesome. We're actually uh, we talk about the news of ninety nine percent of the time, but we're we also talk about uh, in reference to the Bible. We're a Christian podcast as well, and in the Bible, it's you know we get in these uh, arguments about oh this you know uh, uh, gay marriage or marijuana legalization, these sort of things, and these are cursory. What we should be concerned with, and what's you know talked about over and over again in the Bible, is justice, standing up for justice. Uh, standing against the people who are, you know, provoking injustice and standing up for the least of those who are among us. And, you know, uh, by ignoring these things and moving, you know, forward and trying to, you know, act like everything's okay, we're ignoring the, the, the detainees in Guantanamo Bay. We're ignoring the veterans who are coming home paralyzed and injured. We're ignoring the Syrians who are, you know, being attacked and, and, and whatnot. Uh, the Afghanis who are being drone attacked. I had somebody on uh, last month who talked about the drone attacks taking place over there. You know, those are the things we should be concerned about, even as Christians or even as human beings, about injustice. It's not the Zimmermans or the, you know, the gay marriage debate. It's about these things. And I, I just, I really commend you for taking a stand against it and 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 just saying that enough is enough. Because uh, if we had more Brandon toys out there, I think it, the world would be a much better place. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, that's a, a big compliment, and uh, I appreciate that, Tim. And uh, I agree with you. We get, we get distracted uh, in this country with other things. Uh, Zimmerman's a good example, or you know, the the, the uh, royal baby I saw today was a big story. Yeah, the royal baby's the big one today. Yep. 
Yeah, right. And uh, it, it seems like we've got a case of national apathy for these uh, actions that our U.S. military and U.S. government is taking in our name around the world. And uh, I don't know why innocent people dying, uh, maybe it's got something to do with distance or um, other demographic factors, uh, doesn't resonate more with the American people. Why don't more people care about children and women and innocent people uh, being killed by our bombs and missiles. I, I, I just don't get it. Well, brother, I'm here to tell you we do, and <laughs> we'd love to develop a friendship with you and talk, check in periodically to see how, how things are developing with you as a fellow person who does care about these things. Oh, yeah, anytime. Give me a call, Tim. Uh, I really appreciate what you guys are doing uh, the, on the local level, uh, small, uh, smaller podcast, uh, community radio. That's, that's how it's going to happen with the grassroots. Absolutely, absolutely. So on, on that note, have you found another line of work or somebody stepped forward to offer you a job? No, I haven't. You know, I've been uh, waiting, crossing my fingers, saying, yeah, come on, somebody step up to the plate and uh, uh, put yourself out there and, you know, uh, uh, take me on. But uh, I have uh, just started looking. I spent a few days with my family, and uh, I'm beating the bushes, kind of trying to figure out what uh, my next move is, what the next best thing for me is going to be. And... Uh, uh, no, I haven't found anything yet. I'm well, my, my co-host uh, from the the show, Andrew, uh, spoke last night, and he jokingly said that if you if you want, he has hiring powers at a hotel he works at, and if you wanted to come all the way out to Washington to work for minimum wage, <laughs> that he definitely could get you a job. He, he he said it tongue in cheek. I think he would if you did, but of course, it's not something to move all the way out here for. But let me put the call out. I mean, we do have a very limited amount of listeners, but hey, maybe somebody out there is looking to hire somebody, um, and you wouldn't you be the a great example of someone who would stand up for you know moral values stand up for what you believe in so if anybody uh needs to get in contact with brandon uh well let them know how they can do that brandon yeah you can reach me at bmtoy79 at gmail.com and uh that's um my personal email address and i'll respond to you uh as as timely as i can and in case you're listening to this in the future or something else happens, you can, of course, email me and I'll do my best to get a hold of Brandon as well. I, I just pray, you know, that somebody out there steps forward, like you're saying, steps up to the plate. It'd be amazing if it was somebody, one of our listeners from our show uh, that that uh, has an opportunity to to uh, to, to hire somebody um, like yourself. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Is there some sort of uh, field that you want to get into or anything like that or certain uh, qualifications that need to be considered uh, a degree and whatnot? I have a master's of business administration from the University of Michigan. So I'm pretty flexible in what kind of field I can go into. I've, I've been in project management for the last five years, but uh, that's not uh, my only interest. I'm, I'm pretty wide open uh, to suggestions. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I just uh, think we should uh, all pray for you to get, to get a job out there and that somebody will step up. And if you are out there, you're listening, and uh, you're looking for a good example of somebody who will stand up no matter no matter what the cost to himself personally um, this is the guy, and I just encourage everybody to reach out to him. BMToy79 at gmail.com, or you can get a hold of me, and I will try and get a message to him as his uh, daughter makes a, a brief appearance on the show as well. Um, Brandon, it's truly a blessing to talk to you. You really are a uh, an inspiration for me, and I think you will be for several other people. i uh, love to, to uh, keep in contact with you and just check in, see how things are going with you and what you think about the current state of affairs in the future. Would that be all right? 
Absolutely. Give me a call anytime, Tim. Okay. Thanks, Brandon. I will send you a link to this uh, interview when it's up. Uh, thanks again for your time and uh, say hello to the family. Uh, we're all very proud of you and we'll be praying for you. All right. I'm going to go give my daughter a hug. Thanks again, Tim. And uh, tell Andrew I really appreciated his comments. I will. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah, bye. A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at revelationsradionews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim, or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com. And thank you for your support of this podcast.